Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer. Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I've been a corporate flight attendant for over five years, and I tell you the brutal, honest truth of this industry. This is episode 16. Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Ratings are vital now that Apple Podcasts plan to examine content and ratings this year. I have almost 1,200 downloads for this podcast, which is amazing. Thank you so much. I know you're listening. Thank you to those who gave me five-star ratings last week, and I loved your review, April. Thank you. And please keep doing so. Please check out Free Spirit Podcasts, that's with an S, dot com. You can check out all the podcasts in the Free Spirit Podcast brands. And the best part, you can support this podcast and purchase my digital products and services made specifically for being a corporate flight attendant. And as you all know, I have my corporate flight attendant book, which you can now buy on the website, which is making things so easy. I do not repeat information from this podcast. All brand new information is in my book. Another great product is my corporate flight attendant lists bundle. I'm saying L-I-S-T-S, in which you will receive my catering order template to email your orders and lists such as catering go-tos, prep to plane, and the sought after packing list. You can pay with Apple Pay, PayPal, or good old-fashioned credit card. So check it out at freespiritpodcasts.com. And also, please check out my other podcast named Two Inches Off the Ground. When you are enlightened, you live your life two inches off the ground. I combine the metaphysical with the practical, and this week I have Animal Communicator. She is phenomenal, Tracy Shannon. And I'm telling you, this interview I did, it is unprecedented information. So that's a great compliment to today's episode. Okay, today we are talking about pets on jets. I am so proud of that name. I'm so proud of that title. (laughs) I thought that up. In the world of commercial airlines, a new Department of Transportation regulation went into effect on January 11th, 2021, that says airlines aren't required to treat emotional support animals as service animals. Delta, United, Alaska, JetBlue, and American Airlines have already announced that they will no longer allow emotional support animals. Does this affect us as corporate flight attendants? What do you think the answer is? The answer is no. One of the big reasons passengers charter jets is to fly their pets without an issue. I mean, wouldn't you? Who wouldn't, right? If you can just go onto a private jet and take your pet and there's no worry, there's no security worry, there's no, you know, can the pet sit with me? Can't the pet sit with me? I would do the same thing. And sometimes you have passengers or owners who will charter the jets, or obviously they own the jets, they will put their pet on that private jet to go up to their other house with the flight attendant and with the crew. And that happens as well. And man, that dog or cat or guinea pig or whatever is super lucky. Can you imagine as a pet having a private jet? That would be pretty cool. Now, usually there's no problem, no issue whatsoever when pets fly on these private aircraft. However, 
if the country has an animal quarantine restriction, the pets, no matter if they fly in on a private aircraft, are subject to the animal quarantine rules. If anyone remembers what happened in 2015 with Johnny Depp in Australia, super famous actor Johnny Depp flew into Australia to film Pirates of the Caribbean with his then wife, Amber Heard. They took their two little dogs, these two little terriers, and they did not quarantine them. And Australia, the Department of Agriculture, got a hold of this information and threatened to destroy the dogs. They did not destroy them. They put them in quarantine, and then they arranged for transportation for the pets to fly back home, fly back to the U.S. And that could happen, you know. My experience with Australia is I was going to move to Australia was in the process of doing the quarantine and it is hell. I'm not even going to lie. You have to prep your dog or cat or whatever a year in advance. I estimated it was going to cost $10,000 to get her over there. For example, the first blood test I had to do was $525 for one blood test It had to be sent out to a USDA pet lab. There's only one in the United States in Kansas. You get the point. So Johnny Depp just flying in his dogs and not declaring them, uh uh-uh, wasn't working for Australia. And I don't know if you remember, they made him do a big message with his wife on biodiversity, and he was supposed to seem sorry, but he didn't seem sorry at all. He seemed actually very annoyed. (laughs) That was um, maybe not the best decision for Australia. Maybe they should have asked him to donate a ton of money for rescue pets or something like that instead. So yeah, you can go online and see his message. It's actually, yeah, it's, it's, it's sorry, not sorry. Anyway, the other countries with the strictest animal quarantine rules are Japan just so you know. So Australia and Japan are the two strictest. And and of course, where do I decide to move with my dog, Australia, right? And in a distant third is actually Israel. And a lot of Americans in the New York area will travel with their dogs to Israel. And the only reason I know this is because when you have to go through the quarantine process, you have to, you can't just go to your normal vet. You have to go to a special travel vet who knows how to do this process. It's certainly not your job to have these pets quarantined or to really know about this, but you might want to keep an eye out if you're going to one of these three countries, Australia, Japan, or Israel, or, or, or look up the quarantine rules of any country. If you fly with you know owners you always fly with, or maybe charter clients you always fly with, just so you know and just so they know and especially so the pilots know because if you fly into australia you have to declare those dogs you know you have to declare that animal so it's just good for you to know to avoid the drama and i I don't know it's it's kind of a tough situation do you let the owner know well if the trip's done well in advance you could definitely tell the chief pilot or director of aviation and leave that up to them to tell the owner that's what i would do On private jets, I've heard of dogs who roam around, you know, the cabin loose and have bitten flight attendants. I've heard of that. I had actually an opposite experience with a really cute golden retriever who came on one of my trips. 
and he is adorable. I was able to feed him a banana. We're going to talk about why you don't do that, but on this trip, I was able to. I fed him a little bit of a banana, and the family was just so into this dog, and they were such a cute family. It was only an hour-long flight, I think. Also, I know, I definitely know of an account, which I didn't have to do, where they would bring their two dogs onto the plane and they would do long trips to, I believe, Vietnam or Thailand. The dogs would go to the bathroom on pee pads and the flight attendant had to clean up the pee pads. Not the most fun part of the job, but it definitely could happen to you. You could also walk a dog during a ground stop. That's, I've definitely done that where we've gone on a long trip or we have, let's say, a few stops and I'm the one who walks the dog, you know, when you're outside the plane, when they're fueling and that's fine too. Dogs and animals in general can cause a little bit of drama on planes. Be prepared for that. I had talked about the biting. I'm, I'm going to go into that in a second, but there was a flight or a trip I did where it was very early in my career and I did one of these private jet services where it's like a shuttle and they went from White Plains to Miami and back. And it wasn't the most fun job, but I did it to get a lot of really good experience, which I did. And this older couple came on and they're really funny. They had these two cute little dogs and I don't know what the prior flight attendant said to them or didn't like dogs, but I guess gave them... A hassle about it and I'm a big animal lover so I was just doting over the dogs so they loved me and, and it, it was fine they held them during takeoff and landing it wasn't a big deal but on that same flight two big hairy dogs came on and these passengers with the two little dogs said listen we fly this service because we were told that only small hyperallergenic dogs are allowed on these planes those passengers were not happy. They were nice to me about it. I didn't know the rules. I'm going to be honest. I had never heard that. No one had ever complained except for them. And I said, I understand. You make a good point. I'll talk to my boss about it. That's all you can say. I mean, the boss of this charter service, he was like the Wizard of Oz. I'd never seen him, never met him, never anything. So that's all you can say. I talked to the pilots about it and they didn't, I'm going to be honest with you, they didn't really care. They were like, okay, whatever. But I'm telling you, the owner somehow is going to get an earful from these passengers and rightfully so. So they weren't, they weren't angry at me, but the guy made a good point and said, listen, I pay for this service I'm going to be stuck on this two-hour, 15-minute flight with these dogs. And I understood his point. So there can be a little drama with dogs as well. I think you guys know this, but I'm just going to say it. Never give the animal medication, even if it's holistic. Absolutely not. If the owner or passenger says, hey, could you rub some CBD cream on my, well, first of all, you shouldn't be rubbing CBD cream on yourself because you're not allowed to you know, have any drugs. But let's say they say, you know, oh, it has no THC. Could you rub some CBD cream? Uh, no. First of all, for anyone that doesn't know, you're not allowed to use CBD because even though they say there's no THC and it's been tested in a lab, you don't know what's going to happen and you don't know how you're going to react and you don't know how you're going to react on a blood test. God forbid there's an incident and they need to drug test you. So just stay away from all that stuff in general. But with a dog, for example, even if it's essential oils, 
essential oils are very concentrated and the wrong essential oil on a dog could kill it. For example, peppermint oil, you put a lot of that on a dog, it's absolutely toxic. So I would not do any of that, touch any of that. If they want to do it, you just say, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not able to do that, but you know, you do whatever you feel is best. That's how I would handle that situation. No distributing of medications or anything holistic on an animal. All right, so I want you to be prepared for every situation with pets on jets. And here are five good rules to live by when a pet or an animal comes on a jet. Number one, if the owners seem into the animal, give it some verbal love. Just verbally, oh, you're so cute, you're such a sweetie, that's so cute, blah, blah, blah. Number two, don't touch or feed the animal unless you have permission or the owner or passenger requests it. And by the way, you don't have to touch an animal at all. If you're not an animal person, then don't do it. But with that golden retriever, I was finished serving, and I think I dropped a little bit of banana and the golden retriever ate it and they thought it was so cute, so I fed a few more pieces and I was able to pet him. But I was finished serving. You should not be touching animals and serving, absolutely not. You should not be feeding animals. You don't know how they're gonna respond to food. They may go to the bathroom all over the plane. They may be anxious and then vomit or go to the bathroom all over the plane. So stay away from that as much as you can. That's why I say rule number one, just give it verbal love. Number three, as I just said, don't give the animal any type of anti-anxiety medication, even if it's holistic, essential oil, CBD, anything. Number four, stay away from the animal if it seems upset or anxious. Uh, if that is really something you are scared of, if this animal looks like it's about to kill someone or bite your head off, you talk to the pilots. And if they don't have a cage, that's going to be a tough one. Then the pilots have to figure out what to do because that's dangerous for everyone. That's dangerous. God forbid, you know, you open that door to the cockpit and the dog just jumps and, and goes into the cockpit and attacks a pilot or something like that. I know that sounds extreme. I, I understand that, but you never know what's going to happen. So if that dog on takeoff landing looks upset, anxious, doesn't have a cage, then you're going to have to think about what to do together. And by the way, just so you know, the passengers and owners I fly with, they hold the dogs during takeoff and landing. I've never seen anything like this. I know of one company where you have to have a cage for the dog for takeoff and landing. So it just, it all depends. Number five, know and follow the rules of the company's pet policy. Just what I said, that company that you have to have the cage for takeoff and landing. You should know that. You should abide by that. If, if you see on the trip sheet that there's a pet, then you need to find out those pet rules. Don't just let it fly by the wayside. Okay, no pun intended, but you know what I mean. You know those pet rules. For example, that one story I told you where the passenger was angry because the big hairy dogs came on the plane. I didn't know that rule. No one told me that rule. The pilots didn't even know that rule when I talked to them. That's a problem. You know, I should have known the rule. The pilots should have known the rule. When those big hairy dogs were coming onto the plane, we should have stopped them. So the guy has a really good point. The passenger has a really valid point. So know those companies' pet policies. 
So I feel confident that you're all able to handle pets on jets. If you have a large animal, like a cow or a bull, <laughs> definitely let me know. I'd be fascinated. Uh, I'd love to hear the story. Email me, DM me at two inches off the ground. Otherwise, listen to my other podcast, Two Inches Off the Ground. Check out my website, freespiritpodcast.com, and happy flying.